Welcome to Parenting Under the Influence. This is Josh. This is Amber. And hopefully you're drunk. Well, hopefully somebody is. Right? Anyway, um, so there's been a couple topics that we want to talk about, but I'll get to them when I remember them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think we were going to talk about cloth diapering. Probably a couple weeks ago, I think we were going to talk about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, what do you want to talk about with cloth diapering? Because we're both new at it with this child. Yes. Um, it's easier than I thought. Yeah, it's a lot easier than I thought. Um, a lot less messy than I thought. Granted, to be very fair, our child's not on solid foods yet. And I've heard that's a bit of a game changer. Well, when kids get on solid foods, that's just a game changer altogether. That's when you just want to start potty training right then and there. Because, holy damn. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so far, in terms of, like, keeping the house clean, how convenient they are when you're traveling, things like that, it's not really much of a difference. Yeah. Saves Karen. a lot of money. Fucking a lot of money. Oh. An initial investment, yeah, but. We were lucky and uh, we were gifted a ton of our diapers. Thank you, Tammy. I know you're listening. <laughs> right. And we pretty much doubled the usage space by just going to consignment stores mm-hmm. and buying pretty much brand new ones. Mm-hmm. I bought them, I don't like them. All right, well, we'll take your brand new things for a tenth of the price. Right. (laughs) Well, I got some additional, we use something called pocket diapers. Um, We won't get into brand names or anything like that, but um, we use something called pocket diapers, and there's inserts for those, and we got some additional inserts at um, the consignment for super inexpensive because some lady bought a bunch of stuff to do cloth and ended up not doing cloth. Just because she Whatever. didn't buy the right outer shells and that kind of thing. We scored anyway. off of it. Yeah, we totally scored off of it. Um, but actually today, I went into one of the consignment stores and got um, some more waterproof outer shells for some um, different types of diapers that I, we happen to have too. But I won't get too much into all of the different details different types of diapering yeah well you studied a lot more of it uh i just went that's a diaper and that's about it (laughs) that's that was my research i was amazed like when i first started talking about doing cloth diapering i was amazed how many different types of cloth diapers there are like there's hundreds of different types of cloth diapers yeah, I didn't know that. You told me about a few different ones. And whatever, we got the pocket diapers. Uh, we started using those hemp ones. But yeah, you've explained what to do with those. And I just went, yeah, okay, you'll do those. <laughs> well, to be fair, I do about 90% of the diapering anyhow. The what? Diapering. What about diapering? I do 90% of the diapering. Okay. That's 
probably an underestimate. Yeah. I'd say 95. <laughs> Anyhow. I put them in the washer yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was nursing the baby. Yeah, who cares? Just open up the zipper, drop them in, and... Pray? Fucking washer machine. <laughs> oh, no. I could understand that shit being a pain in the ass, you know, when you didn't really have a washing machine. Oh, my God. I don't even want to think about being a parent without a washing machine. Screw Not that. Not just there, the diapering there. when they get sick in the middle of the night. Well, All of that shit. Lincoln the just... To bed, whatever. Spit up slash vomited everywhere because that was a hell of a lot of fluid that came out. Yeah. Drenched my shirt. <laughs> yeah. Deal with that three to four times a day in linen shirts. <laughs> and we're also still going through the loveliness that is teething. He got two more, two teeth over the last week. Two teeth poked through. Yes. At five months. Yeah. Within the same week. Fun stuff. But. Uh, I don't know. I've been working a lot of overtime this week, so the only real interaction I had with the kids is when we had our family meeting the other night because they were all acting like assholes. Oh. Now, I don't know if you guys do family meetings. We do if there's been problems and we all need to get back on the same page. Yeah, and we've had some problems. But... <laughs> Like we said, we got a teenager now, so can you guess what some problems might have been? And then, I th I really think that Draven is going to be hitting puberty soon with the way he's been acting. Oh, God. The attitude. The same, that sigh. That sigh noise that they make. That <sighs> It makes me just cringe inside. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again? No. I couldn't even replicate it if I wanted to. But... <laughs> so, no. So, Ava gets in trouble for being... Um, she's in volleyball. We encourage the kids to do sports. She has super early morning practice. I mean, she has to be at school by 6 a.m. to do her practice. So going to sleep early and on time is important and uh, we found her in her room with her phone watching some stupid youtube videos at 10 o'clock at night sorry i thought you saw something on the ceiling maybe a spider you fucking focused so it threw me off anyway but the point of that is she's not supposed to have her phone in her room because she'll do shit like sit there and watch YouTube all fucking night and then bitch and complain about how she's tired and she doesn't feel like doing anything that she's supposed to do because she is staying up all night watching goddamn videos on point YouTube. point is we had three problems like in a row back to back that have to do with phone or internet or communication basically like or a combination thereof. So we had that for Ava. Then with the boys, we have this really annoying thing where they like to 
do the not me. Um, if I didn't do it. Yeah. If anybody has more than one child, they recognize the not me. I don't know. Yeah. Who did? It? I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe. Or it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Okay. So if every one of our five children tells us it wasn't them, who the fuck was it? Well, one of them can't talk yet. Yeah, but he'll probably just be shaking his head along with one of them that's saying it wasn't me here in a month. Yeah, what that one said. Err. Yeah, and so boys do the not me crap and, well, passive aggressive stuff from Draven too. Yeah. At least I care about my family. Get away from me. Why are you always bugging me? I want to watch TV. I thought you cared about your family. All you want to do is watch TV. <laughs> then Ruby, well, she's four. And, well, there you go. <laughs> Over the last week, it has been, like, crazy. I'm not sure if it's um, the fact that her dad and I sort of switched up schedules a little bit. Um, just so that way we're not worrying about... Um, daycare issues or whatever. So we, we switched up our schedules to make it more convenient for everyone. That was about uh, two months ago now. Um, so the maybe. In, the initial big hump of this should be over by now. Like the big adjustment where the kid gets a little upset, whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, she's getting more ramped up instead of calming me down. Yeah, and like this week... An example. She has an owie on her foot. We also... I like how it's just us right now, and hopefully it's adults listening, and we still say owie. <laughs> Shut up. I have no way of turning every single part of my parenting brain off at once. Anyways, so she, she's she got this sore on her toe, and... She's probably from she, chewing on it. I'm going to kill you. So she has a sore on her toe. Let's see if you can interrupt me again, guys. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. And so she has this sore on her toe and she um, breaks it open. Uh, shortly after, she'd asked to go take a shower and I said, or a bath. And we needed to clean, finish cleaning out our bathtub for whatever reason. So I said, you can use our shower. That was a no. I, then she breaks her sore open. I clean it all up. Jesus. She's got a brand new Band-Aid on there. The second I get the Band-Aid on, the second I get it, like, unwrapped and around her toe, she goes, I want to take a shower. Yeah. And at that time, it's my day off, and I'm doing basic car maintenance. So I'm outside, and I'm parked on a side street. I'm not even in front of the house. I'm probably, I don't know, 200 feet away, and I could hear her inside the house screaming her head off how she doesn't want to, how she doesn't want to, how she doesn't want to, and then, I want a shower, I want a shower, and yeah. at the point of hysteria, if you got a child that hits that point of hysteria, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. <laughs> Crazy. Losing her damn mind. And then when I walk in the house and I call her to talk to me. She's a cute. She's like, yes, Josh. Oh. 
No, that's not even. She wasn't even doing that. No crying. She was just like, yeah, I'll go play in my room. I'll play with my toys. Then as soon as she walks upstairs and I walk out of the house, she's screaming again. Yeah. (laughs) And for some reason, she thinks that that's going to be the way that she gets exactly what she wants. And I do not give in on her being a punk. Well, she's four and she's got three older siblings. I'm used to kids being lying little assholes, so I know when they're just playing, I'm the sweet one, when you're definitely not the sweet one. You're a horrible, horrible person when you try to be the sweet one. Oh, not a horrible person, just obviously a filthy liar. (laughs) So... She so she's been having some problems, so we had to have a conversation with her too, and so we we're just like you know with the four bigger kids, five all together, you can't like our we have to run a tight ship. Things have to go smoothly a lot of the time, or I'm not yeah. going to get things done like grocery shopping. Well, we got that we have to do. My work schedule, we got the. Two different schools for three children's school schedule. And one of those schools is slightly out of town, but close by. So trying to adjust with About 25 traffic. minutes away if we don't really run into traffic. If we don't run into traffic, but eh, at that time of the day, kind of well, either beat the traffic. rush, work rush. Two minutes can make a huge difference. Yes. <laughs> While trying to get a baby ready for that and dealing with all that stuff. I pregame a lot of stuff. Like I pick out outfits that I know will work really well for going directly into the car in the morning. And I make sure that I have like a diaper ready to just get him ready to go. I don't even like it. I used to think about it when I when I was the parent to just one child. And I was like, you know, those moms just don't even care and they just wear their sweatpants or their leggings to drop their kids off. I'm not going to be that mom. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, I never thought about being that mom or dad. I'm like, fuck am I going to get dressed for? Pajama pants it is. I got to their school the other day, went like drove all the way to their school, 25 minutes away. Drove all the way home. Got in the house. Did a couple things before I realized that one of my boobs wasn't even in my bra from nursing. <laughs> so, like, I had that ship uh, sailed. The boys are just like, yeah, don't, like, get out of the car to give them loves goodbye before I send them in. They just do it on the way out of the minivan. And when I drop them off, yeah, I don't get out of the car. Yeah, well, there's adults right there. It's Anyways... So, like the people waiting to take your boob was inside your shirt, right? Yes. Okay, so who cares? No, I'm not. I wasn't talking about the boob anymore, but obviously that's where your mind still was. I was talking about why I'm okay with just letting them out of the car right there, because <laughs> there's adults right there. Anyway, never mind. Yeah, you let them out at school. Yeah. Well, I. I obviously, I worry a lot more about the distance from school and how old the kid would be and stuff like that more than you do. But that's me because I'm anxious, crazy lady. I go up the driveway area where they get out to line up for breakfast. 
I bring them 10 feet from the gate opening. Yeah. But if it was farther away, you would worry less about that stuff than I do. Yeah. I've dropped them off across the street and said, get the hell out of the car. You're running late. Yeah. Move your ass. And I would never do that. <laughs> I would park and then walk them into the school, into the office to get their thing, get their note, excusing them from being late. Nope. <laughs> I try not to be late, but it should happen sometimes, especially with the traffic. With traffic and babies and, well, you don't really usually have the babies, so. No. Yeah. But still early in the school year, and so who cares? It could happen. Exactly. It's just going to be interesting for sure between school sports and upcoming now band. I've got to deal with that in the middle of the week. Pick an instrument. Well, kid, you own a guitar. Why don't you just take guitar? No, this is band, not orchestra. What? Okay, so... Are you saying you can't play a guitar? No, it's like flutes and clarinets and that stuff. Okay, so it's wind instruments? No, it's woodwinds, like saxophones. It's like, that's not a woodwind. It's a fucking wind instrument. So, reed, yeah. Anyways, but they, um, well, he was talking to me and told me that he wanted to play trombone, which is brass. Yeah, I, no, I, I don't care. He's got a mess around with the instruments find one he likes and we'll go from there but three hours for it to start almost three hours after school gets out jesus christ <laughs> yeah i could understand teachers need to go home and take care of stuff but three hours after school gets out you're going to start something that's going to take up to three hours so it's supposed to end at eight o'clock at night on a school night. Well, it might be that that particular teacher only has childcare available starting at that time. Bring your kids to the school. Who cares? If their kids Ruby, they probably care. <laughs> There's a stage they could lock the kid up, kid up under. Anyway, I would. I know you would. <laughs> Anyhow. No. I put a tablet or something under have, there. <laughs> we're going to have choir, band, volleyball. But choir are usually the first concert's not until December. Yeah, and that's minimum. Yeah. You know, but elementary school, not a lot of options for school sports, after school type sports. and Right. But, yeah, it's usually crap. It's like, oh, your kid can play soccer. But it's going to be one day a week for one month, and that will be $600, please. Uh, nope. Yeah. Luckily, like I, I think I talked about it the last time, but they've kept the volleyball and any of the sports at Ava's school pretty reasonably priced. And I know that yeah. she's middle school level, but it could be more. I know people with kids in public school system that pay a lot more for the junior high sports than we do. Yeah, no, it varies and depends on a lot. Yeah. And when schools get some subsidy, that helps. Yeah. But, I don't know, we'll see. There's definitely yeah, more we'll options when it gets into middle school and difference between 6th grade and 7th grade. 
I I remember Ava's like, I want to play volleyball when she's going into sixth grade. It's like, okay, go sign up for volleyball then. Well, I can't. Why? Because I'm not in seventh grade. Yeah, so your school has volleyball. Just sign up. No, you're not allowed. Like, the only sure. option she had was cross Track. country. Yeah. And I still remember when she fell down a hill. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was like the only race I got to go to. You know um, what's funny about this, which you hate, is that uh, with the new schedule, the early morning practice, her teachers or her coaches, sorry, um, have a rule where if they miss more than two practices in the morning and then still come to school. So, like, they're... Um, what they call an unexcused absence for practice. Anyways, it's basically meaning they overslept. So she oversleeps and misses practice twice the third time she's off the team. Period. Well, we'll round that back to her staying up all night playing on her phone or looking at her tablet and goofing off instead of going to bed like she knows she's supposed to. Yeah. That's why the moment we walk upstairs there's all of a sudden a lot of movement something slamming into the wall huh i wonder what that was <laughs> well my point is um so i've been getting up and making sure that she wakes up on time and i'm telling you stop doing that let her <laughs> learn her <laughs> lessons because it's her responsibility it is her responsibility but i i just don't I know I would get my feelings hurt so bad if I missed out on something like that for such a stupid reason as just not being able to get up on time. Yeah. Because I, um, you're starting to, I think, do this as much as I do or did. Uh, but I, from a very young age until quite recently, suffered from just not being able to wake up. Like, it just didn't... <laughs> It didn't matter how many alarms I set. There were some times that I just wasn't going to fucking wake up on time. And there was nothing you could goddamn do about it. <laughs> nothing anybody could. Yeah, sometimes there's that. But, hey, lesson learned. If this is something you want, you'll make it happen. Doing it for her, she'll never learn that. She'll never understand it. And then it's going to set her up to expect people to do that for her all the time. Especially when she's on her own, when there's going to be no one. It's small now. She gets kicked off the team if she doesn't do it, which is assuming that she's not going to do it and will get kicked off the team. I think I have more faith in her to get her ass up and go to school. No, I have faith <laughs> in her to get her, get her ass up and go to school. But even on those, like, every once in a while she's late for that, too. Late for what? Getting to school. So, well, she's got to deal with the consequences. It's her responsibility. Yeah. Um, I mean, that early so, in the morning, I'm gone anyway. So if you're going to keep doing it, then whatever. Well, that's the thing is, We're you wake me up already. Child. You wake me up already, so I'm already awake. So I'm just sitting there, knowing she's oversleeping and her alarm's going off because I can hear it. Yeah. So I'll usually wait until she's got like a half an hour left. And then I'll go in and be like, you've only got half an hour to get ready. You better hurry up. 
I'll give her five minutes. No. Because they don't want her to be going out on her bike all crazy and haphazard and not paying attention any more than she already doesn't pay attention. So there's no difference in that five minutes of sleep to that half an hour for her on her bike? Five hours with her being awake when I fixed her tire. Well, five hours is understanding when she was awake longer. I mean that she... She, she almost crashed into a parked car. Twice. Yeah, but if she's <laughs> rushing because she's afraid she's going to be late, then she might, I don't know, run into a, a different parked car. <laughs> and and then it's all dark out still, so she'll just lay there in the street. You know what? Mother's if you get up street. that early and the baby's being cooperative, just follow her and record her. That way when she is crashing, we could just post that. No. <laughs> anyway, so um, that being said, if anybody has an opinion on whether or not I should continue to wake up Ava... You can send us an email. As a parent, should they learn their own life lessons and take care of their own responsibilities in middle school? Okay. You're you're being very general, which is great for your argument. Middle school. But the actual argument, the actual question specifically is, should Ava be woken up so that she doesn't miss her practice or not be woken up? And know this. And feasibly be kicked off her volleyball team. She's been given an alarm clock. She has an actual old fucking clock radio alarm clock. That she doesn't want to turn the volume up on for some reason. She, she likes did. It. It's turned to its max. Yeah. I turned it up to her ma- the max. She still sleeps through it. That's the point. It doesn't matter how it, high it is. It's there. And we've set it up different ways. So she could get out of the bed to turn off, which will help. But she wakes up, hears it, and then just puts her pillow over her face and then whines until she falls back to sleep. Well, it's so weird to me because, and it makes me think that those studies they've done about, like, the parent's voice, um, where in emergency situations, they'll show, like, little kids will sleep directly through, like, a fire alarm. She's not a little kid, though. Going off. No, up until, like... Well into their teen years. But a parent's voice automatically wakes them up. And the second I walk into a room and I say Ava like twice, she's always, what, what, what? Or maybe that's just years of yelling paying off. (laughs) I don't know. In that case, maybe we should just try, I don't know, some sort of recorder and just as it going off at, Five o'clock. Ava, get your fucking ass out of bed. Ava, get your fucking ass out of bed. Yeah, and then when Ruby goes to kindergarten next year <laughs> and the teacher asks her if she has an alarm clock or talks about him, Ruby will go, We have one in my room. It goes, Ava, get your fucking ass out of bed. That'd be fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, so um, email is parentinguti at gmail.com. And, of course, we still have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Um, Read, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. And share. And share us, please. Yeah. If you like it and you think someone else that you know will like it, tell them about it. Send them the link. 
Alright, I'm just being stared at, so I guess we're done. Go fuck yourselves. Alright. Have a great night, everyone, and I hope you guys have some great adventures in parroting this week. Oh, look at you all positive. <laughs>